0: The Sports Gambling Podcast is sponsored by mybookie.ag. Join now and mybookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use the promo code SGP50 to activate the offer. So enter SGP50 to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today where you play, You win and you get paid. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also sponsored by FanVest. FanVest Vagering Exchange will be the stock market for sports. FanVest is a digital exchange that lets you invest in and trade sports teams like stocks to monetize your sports knowledge without losing your wallet. On Sunday, March the 17th, FanVest are launching a free to play March Madness portfolio challenge where you can win a $5,000 cash prize for the winning portfolio. Beyond simply picking a bracket, which locks you in for the entire tournament, FanVest lets you play throughout the final round. On Selection Sunday, sign up for free on FanVestWageringExchange.com to instantly receive 1,000 fan bucks to build a portfolio of your team's. That you think will advance. That name again, FanVest com. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Cameron Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Doing this show for you right here in New York City. I'm here for WrestleMania weekend. I will then be returning home for three days to London to spend some time with my kid. Then I'll be flying straight back to New York to cover the Amir Khan versus Terence Crawford fight. There will be a preliminary preview of that along with a preview of WrestleMania on Episode 3 of the Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network coming out over the weekend. We'll also be looking at the heavyweight division and explaining what on earth is going on there, why nobody is fighting each other amongst the top four or five contenders. We'll have an explanation for that, so make sure you listen to Episode 3 of the Fight Show. Meanwhile, relating to football, we'll be back here in the week with a Champions League match betting preview, and the Europa League preview will be over on lockbetting.com. And uh, that's where you're also going to be able to find your official picks this weekend for the soccer, for the European soccer. It's also where you'll find the European show and also where you'll find your official WrestleMania picks for those of you that are interested in that. For those of you that are critical, that we're even covering that. Uh, I don't care. I have a massive, massively, massively profitable record in that. It's comparable to my soccer record. It's something you can bet on. It's something you can win on. It was covered by Christian Pena not a while, not so long ago, on his show where I was a guest, explaining the betting markets. And WrestleMania is the biggest betting market for wrestling. Everybody will be taking bets on this, especially with this weekend being the first ever women's main event and with the WrestleMania being in New York with a marquee number being number 35. So listen out for that. It'll be on the fight show part three and the official picks will be on lockbetting.com. Moving forward with the football, we landed another lock in midweek. We are now at 39 and eight for the season. We also landed the parlay play on that show. Meanwhile, the underdog play still goes tonight. I'm doing this a couple of hours before the kickoff of Southampton versus Liverpool. I wanted to get this done so I can go out into New York City and locate a bar that's showing this game. And uh, hopefully Southampton can do a job and derail Liverpool's title aspiration so we're not going to cover that game we still have a pick on that pending from the last episode of the EPL show we're going to go straight to tomorrow's three o'clock kickoffs. offs uh, we start with Bournemouth versus Burnley where Bournemouth are the even money favourites it's five to two to draw and it's five to two on Burnley whenever Burnley look in trouble And look like they're getting too close to Cardiff. Uh, They seem to pull out a win. Uh, The last relegation slot will now be decided by Burnley, Brighton, Southampton and Cardiff. And I feel when you look at the teams and the squads, Cardiff are significantly the weakest team of the bunch there. And um, the gap between the sides is not too much. It's five points between Cardiff and all of the other three that I just mentioned. Unfortunately for Cardiff, they have played 32 games, whereas the likes of Brighton and Southampton have only played 31. So they look slightly safer than Burnley, although I don't think Burnley are in any major danger. I think they need maybe two wins maximum out of these last six games to stay up. And, uh, I don't think they'll be targeting one of these wins in Bournemouth. Bournemouth is a tough place to go. This is why they've been in mid-table this season, because of their home form. And uh, I think Bournemouth may be able to get the win here over Burnley. I think that they are the better team. I think their home field is, is quite advantageous, given that it's quite a small atmosphere. It's not one of these bigger grounds where people love coming to. I've actually written an entire article about that, which is over on the Sports Gaming Podcast website, talking about... The effect that new stadia will have on home field advantage, betting angles and generally on football as a whole in terms of how it will affect it atmospherically and how it's kind of pushing out the the diehard supporters that some refer to as um, hooligans, which because they brandished them as coming from. a a violence or drinking culture but that's not necessarily or binge drinking culture but that's not necessarily the case as outlined in the article so go and have a look at that as it talks about um, home field and uh, what these new and the effects of these new stadiums and the direction that we may be going in with football as far as uh, marketing and um, franchising and and basically the Americanisation of of the game as I refer to it as but um, Bournemouth aren't affected by that. They really should um, consider at some point moving to a bigger stadium than this though. Um, I think they're doing themselves a disservice. They, the gate receipts are so low um, that they actually replicate that, not even of a championship side, but of a league one team. Um, It's really not acceptable to be taking league one money for a premier league game. So certainly something Bournemouth need to look at in the future. But as the, in the meanwhile, They're in no danger of going down. Not this year, not next year, not for the long term. They're a fully established Premier League team that continue to go upwards. And uh, they keep pushing for a top half finish. And I think a win against Burnley will help them here at even money. Up next, you have Huddersfield versus Leicester City where Huddersfield are 4-1. It's 13-5 the draw. And it's 10-11 on Leicester. Huddersfield are down and... Leicester have seen to have set themselves the target of getting into seventh place. Now, the people around them have FA Cup semi-final aspirations, although you wouldn't have thought it by looking at the performances of Wolves and Watford in midweek where they were both victorious on Tuesday. But they are playing in an FA Cup semi-final this week and Leicester have the opportunity to take seventh place and make it their own. But, uh, I also feel on paper that Leicester warrants seventh spot. I think they are a better team than Wolves and a better team than Watford and a better team than, than Everton, especially on their day. Their back four and goalkeeper are very solid. And, and Jamie Vardy is one of the most consistent strikers in the Premier League. They also have a lot of young, talented players in midfield like Madison. So I'm all over Leicester here. I think Leicester win this game because uh, Huddersfield are already down and Leicester are just far, far up next, you got Newcastle versus Crystal Palace, where Newcastle are the 7-5 favourites. It's 11-5 to, to draw, and it's 2-1 on Palace. Palace were... Beaten at Tottenham in the week. I think they were always going to lose that game, which is why we took it as our lock. I just couldn't see Tottenham failing to win the first game in their new stadium. Crystal Palace are on 36 points and completely safe. Newcastle are on 35 and also looking completely safe. Maybe both teams could probably do with just one more win to make sure. I think this could be the one for Newcastle. They are a very decent home team that has that has been where they have saved themselves this season. And I'm uh, expecting Newcastle to to win this one this weekend at seven to five. So far, we've gone for a a lot of straight winners, and that will change here with the game at Everton on Sunday. Everton versus Arsenal. Everton are the two to one underdogs. It's thirteen to five. The draw. And it's thirteen to ten on Arsenal. I'm not sure what to do with this one because Arsenal have gone on a decent run of form and are looking like they're almost certainties to to finish in the top four. While the likes of Chelsea are really Chelsea and Tottenham are really really patchy, and Man United have hit a bad run of form, losing three of the last four. So it's actually Arsenal who look like the most consistent side in that third to six place bracket when consistency and Arsenal are never two words that we've used together lately under in the last three or four years so that's why I'm kind of leaning towards Everton disrupting the ship here because Arsenal have had a very easy run of fixtures and this is a tough game against Everton the the unfortunate thing is, is that Everton are only 4-7 to, to stop Arsenal here on the double chance. Therefore, I'm leaning towards more so towards going for both teams to score in this game at 4-6. Uh, neither of them have watertight defences. Uh, I'm not convinced by the form of, of Jordan Pickford. I think Arsenal definitely score here at Everton and I, and I think Everton definitely score here against Arsenal. Arsenal. Got themselves uh, a rare clean sheet last week, but um, I'm not expecting one here today. Arsenal are a different proposition at home than they are away. And uh, although Arsenal did win their last game 2 0 at home to Newcastle on Monday, uh, I'm not expecting a clean sheet here for either of these teams. And uh, I think we could see goals in this one. I'm not confident about picking a winner. I'm not confident about. Either one of these two teams in general, they have just been littered with inconsistencies the last four or five years. I would say Everton certainly more so. Um, Arsenal, only you only really throw the inconsistency tag at them is because the expectation is so much higher. But both teams have been performing under expectation. It's only now that Arsenal have got to the point where you expect them to be. And um, I almost feel like, this has uh, a letdown spot written all over it for arsenal going going to to everton on tv on sunday uh, everton have seemed to have found themselves in some a decent rain uh, a decent rain of form which has been a rarity for them this season i think this is possibly the best run of form that they've had for some time possibly since marco silva took over so um tough one to call both teams to score the easiest thing to go with Moving on to the final game that we're going to look at in the Premier League, and it's Chelsea versus West Ham, where Chelsea are the one to three favourites. It's 17 to four the draw, and it's 15 to two on West Ham. Um, West Ham supporters are not very happy with with their performances as of late. Um, the accusation is is that they've gone on holiday. Uh, I would agree with that. If you're losing at home to Everton and not even scoring a goal. Um, you, you do look like you're on holiday and, they, and when I watched the game it did look like they were on holiday as well some very very poor from some of the bigger players I'm not sure whether they, they feel like they may be leaving the club the likes of uh, Felipe Anderson and Anatovic or whether they just can't wait to, to go on their holidays uh, it's a shame because West Ham um, long, long left the relegation conversation. And you would think that they would have aspirations to finish in seventh place. On paper, it's, I would say them and Leicester are the, the best two squads outside of the top six. Uh, I think they have better players than, than Everton, despite the fact that Everton did spend a lot of money in the summer. I don't think anybody there has really stood out. I don't think anyone has really clicked. The, the best player in the Everton team is still Sigerson whereas uh, west ham have had a lot of players that have performed well this season that Diop's a decent defender and he's only going to get better and better we all know about rice uh, we all know about what Felipe anderson done uh, in the first half of the season has redone really nothing in the second half we know that Anatovic... Uh, And what about Anatovic and what he could do on his day, although he also hasn't really played the second half of the season. So there are players here in the West Ham team uh, when they can be bothered to turn up. Whether they can be bothered to turn up at Chelsea, I'm not too sure. I don't really have too much confidence in it. One to three is not something I can pick as an outright pick, but um, I'm quite confident after seeing their performance against Brighton, taking Chelsea here on a minus one handicap at 10 to 11 for a selection on this one closing out with the lock dog us oh, before we do that sorry i apologize um we should cover the the fa cup matches it's semi-finals this weekend or it doesn't feel like it though based on the uh, the teams in it if you told me at the start of the season manchester city would be needing to fend off brighton watford and wolves to win the fa cup i would have thought you were crazy um the fa cup Outright odds reflect that when Manchester City are the one to three favourites and Wolves are the second favourites at four to one. Uh, The Manchester City tie isn't worth giving that much consideration to. Uh, They are the one to seven favorites to beat Brighton. It's 13 to two to draw and it's 18 to one on Brighton. I think Manchester City comfortably uh, plow past Brighton here at Wembley Stadium. It's perfect for them. I I think Brighton may be overwhelmed by the occasion. Manchester City are used to playing on a pitch like this. They're used to the occasion. It used to come into Wembley and, and, and beating Tottenham as well and um, they're gonna have um, two chances to do that in the next few weeks sorry actually they're gonna have um, three chances to do that because Manchester City also played Tottenham in a league so they happened twice in the Champions League and uh, and once in the league as well so three matches back to back against Tottenham back to back to back to back so back to back to back there's no fourth one back to back to back. Yeah, three times in a row they're going to play Tottenham. So, this is just something that they need to deal with beforehand. Get themselves into another cup final and uh, I feel Manchester City will comfortably get past Brighton. The other game is a toss-up which is why the, the underdog slightly appeals because I don't think there's really that much between Wolves and Watford. Wolves go into it as a 2-1 to one underdogs. It's 9-4 to, to draw and it's 7-5 to five on Wolves. I have a feeling that this one could go long on, on Sunday. I feel like this one could go to extra time. I think it really does mean a lot to, to both of the teams. Wolves are the 8-11 to favourites to qualify here and, Matt and Watford are even money. Um, I'm not going to touch any of that. I'm going to have a tiny bet on the draw here in this one and uh, that would also be my underdog play as we close out the show with the lock dog parlay. So, looking at the lock, really only makes sense to go with one team. It's Leicester City at Huddersfield. This game seems to mean a lot more to Leicester. They have set their goals on being seventh in the Premier League. That's a goal set set to them by the new manager Brendan Rodgers has had a very decent start as the new Leicester manager meanwhile Huddersfield are already down Uh, they weren't good enough to be in the Premier League I don't know how they survived last season and uh, they're taking their rightful place in the championship and they're going to go out with a whimper probably going to lose maybe five of the last six six games. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they lose five of the last six games on their way out of the Premier League and exit with a very, very poor points total for a very, very poor side. The dog play, I already touched on it just a second ago. I'm going to be going for the draw in the Watford Wolf games. There's nothing to separate them. It's going to be a tight game and I wouldn't be surprised to see that one going to extra time because the other cup semi-final will be relatively convincing and one-sided in my opinion with um, Manchester City breezing past Brighton. Closing out with the parlay and uh, I've kept this one really simple. I've kept it as a a two-teamer. Again, as we did in midweek, although you can be free to to add Manchester City to it if you want, but it's not going to add too much to the price. 100 pounds on this one returns you 266, and the selections are Chelsea to win and Bournemouth to win. That's Chelsea over West Ham and Bournemouth over Burnley. 100 pounds returns you 266. That concludes this edition of the EPL Show as we look to land our 40th lock. Out of 48 selections this week, it'll be 40 and 8 will be our record if Leicester can do the business at Huddersfield. The European show where the lock record is sitting at 24 and 5 will be available exclusively over at lockbetting.com. So make sure you check that out. It's also going to be the place where you can get all your official picks this weekend for WrestleMania. Here on the SGP, I'll be back. In the very new future with two shows, one dropping over the weekend, Fight Show, episode three, covering the latest in boxing, including Amir Khan and Crawford, the state of the heavyweight division and WrestleMania 35 preview. And of course, I'll be back next week with the betting lines for the first leg of the Champions League quarterfinals, where Tottenham will face Manchester City, Manchester United will face Barcelona Ajax will take on Juventus and Liverpool will go up against Porto for the Europa League section. You need to head over to my website, lockbetting.com where we'll be covering the Europa League. That's it from me. Please check out my article over on the Sports Gambling Podcast website. I think you'll find it relatively interesting, especially if you are a football fan or a soccer fan, as you guys call it, and you probably are because you're listening to this show. Good luck with all of your bets this weekend, as always, and WrestleMania is awesome. Thanks for listening.